Welcome to The Bargain Den. Hello, hello. Welcome, friends. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. And this is your weekly source of financial advice through watching movies. See, what we do here at The Bargain Den is we take a movie out of a bargain bin or other such discount receptacle Mm -hmm. and pick it at random to watch to discuss for its frugality. Yes, that's for if you haven't joined us before. If you have joined us before, then you know you know the shtick. You know the game. You know the price of the fame. <laughs> but will you know real true pain? You I, know, let's discuss it and put it in a frame. Now, this is a discussion that may not stay tame. And as a matter of fact, it may turn lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know who the real Dr. Seuss of the house is. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got nothing to add. No, I did it to you. Done did it to you. But that's what we do here. Donna, how have you been? I've been great. How have you been? Been doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I, uh... Yeah, doing pretty well. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your long, uh, concerned me a little bit. No, but... I was just hoping that I would be able to think of something. Sometimes I just start talking, and the hopes is that once I'm there at the end of my sentence... I'll have found the words that I was hoping to have said. Um, it feels planned, and it feels kind of self-censored, but uh, it's not. It's just an overconfidence in my ability to finish my own sentences. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes well. It went well for your poetry, so. That's true. Well, I mean, I am the poet man. You are the poet laureate of the house. Congratulations. That's true. <laughs> Take that, milkshakes. Your uh, title's been revoked, Kat. Well, you're the one going for the English major, so maybe maybe that should go to you. Or maybe because I'm doing that, I can give and rescind the Poet Laureate of the House title. I'd be very interested to read a serious poem by you. A serious one? Mm-hmm. Not, a not-joking one. Because mm. I don't... I feel as though I've heard you craft a number of rhymes, but I don't know that I can think of any time. Um, <laughs> any time that it was that it was something that wasn't uh, a goof or a, a joke or silly. I've got some rhymes up in the sizzle. Yeah, but like a poem. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's yet to be seen. Okay. Uh, we watched a movie this week. It came out in 2003. And so when we start talking about it, if you don't want it spoiled for you, that's what we do here. We spoil movies up front, and then moving on from there, we discuss its frugality. What mm-hmm. movie do we watch this week, Donna? This week we watched Dragon Eyes. Dragon Eyes. And it's a, it's a prequel to How to Train Your Dragon Eyes. <laughs> Where are they always going? They're always shifty, looking different ways and stuff. <laughs> Gotta keep those dragon eyes focused. Yeah. Hyper focused. And you know what you call it whenever you put a bunch of scales and a, a pyrotechnic thing on the end of your arm? It's when you dragonize it. Get it? Because you're dragonize. Like I Z E. Dragonize. 
But why scales and a bucket and... The... I didn't say a bucket. I said a pyrotechnic shooter. Why would it be... Why would it have to be a pyrotechnic shooter? Because you're breathing fire like a dragon. You dragonize it. You put scales like a dragon. You make your hand a dragon. You make the joke really shitty. Oh. <laughs> and... No, that's me. I'm oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Jeez, babe. What? <laughs> Self-deprecation. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we watched Dragon Eyes, which is a movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. And we believe Chung... No. What, what would you say? It's Kung Lee or Sung Lee or Chung Lee. Yes. We'll just call him Mr. Lee. We'll say Mr. Lee. Jean-Claude Van Damme is Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Sung Lee is... Lee is a, um, a MMA fighter. So it's a fight em up movie. So, mm-hmm. so much action. Such a action. A little bit of drama. And we're going to spoil it, so heads Spoiled up. Spoiled it. Um, so, you want me to start or you want to start? You start. Okay. So, the movie follows uh, Lee's character. Um, boy, I've already forgotten his name, too. Hold on, i got it pulled up. <laughs> follows his character, whose name is Hong. Um, and Hong is just recently released from prison, where he goes and finds an apartment in St... Um, oh, is it Saint? Same name as a charity. What was it? Saint Saint Jude. Saint Jude. Yeah, yeah. Saint Jude's was the name of the city or town or whatever. He finds a rundown apartment. That's where he stays um, after getting out of prison. And um, before or he goes in, rents an apartment, and the guy's like, "No trouble." And then he immediately leaves and gets <laughs> into a fight with everybody in the parking lot. In doing so, he kind of had stood up for the. I'm going to call him Grandpa, is the guy that leased him the apartment, who right. owns the complex. And the property so, manager. Property, property manager is his granddaughter. Right. And he's um, Hong stands up for the granddaughter in beating up all the guys in the parking lot who are, like, hitting on her, following her, and they're, like, out there selling drugs. So he, he beats them all up real good. Mm-hmm. And they go to their gang leader, and I'm going to turn off I can't believe now. you've done this. It's okay. I just recorded a bunch of episodes of For the Love of Pixels and my phone was going crazy. So, My bad. So, um, the gang goes back to their gang leader and is like, dude, this cat, you gotta watch out for. He just beat the crap out of us. And I guess they all basically decide to work with him instead of against him. And he, Hong kind of gains their respect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, gains their respect um, and also gets the attention... Of the one, the drug lord who's been running the whole thing. He decides at first he's going to try and kill Hong, but then he decides Hong's going to work for him. More or less, it uh, first goes really well for the main bad guy. What was his name? Vincent. Yeah, Vincent was the main bad guy, I think. Or it was like Mr. V or Mr. something. Mr. V, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, I got to pull up here. Yeah, Mr. B- Mr. V was the bad guy. Yeah, Mr. V. Oh, also, every time they introduced a character, it would, like, <laughs> zoom in on them, and then after a second, it would freeze frame, and then a title card would come up next to them, um, and it was very bad. It was really funny and cute. And all the while, it's cutting back and forth to when Hong was in prison, and he um, he was trained in martial arts by Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, as the movie progresses... We keep seeing flashbacks of Hong. Um, so he's chasing, he's like dreaming or flashbacking, chasing this robber. And 
this beautiful woman steps out in front of the robber and the robber shoots her. Mm-hmm. Maybe by accident, don't know. Right. But he can't catch him and also this girl dies. Right. And it turns out that what actually had happened was there was no robber. Hong was the robber and he ended up shooting the girl on accident. And, and that's how he got to jail. Yeah. Um, so he's really feels really guilty, but then Jean-Claude Van Damme reveals that he accidentally killed his son. Um, that was fucking dark. That was. That was probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie, though, because mm-hmm. it was all one shot. There was a big fight in a car sh- car garage, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. The fights were cool in this movie. Not more. I mean, they were like a little over the top, but as far as over dramatic, over the top MMA movies go, it was it was entertaining. But anyway. Um, Vin, Mr. V finds out that Hong is actually working against him and trying to tear down his whole empire. Um, so orders him to be killed. Of course, they don't just shoot him in the head. They beat the crap out of him. So he survives and gets saved by grandpa. Hey, grandpa. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is that since Hong's incident shooting this woman, uh, he is very anti-gun and he wants to help make, you Same know, dude. St. Jude a better place because that was specifically uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's request. Right. When he got out of prison he was like, hey, go clean up St. Jude for me. And we find out that Grandpa actually knew Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why Grandpa makes the connection and helps out Hong. Right. So once Hong gets all better um, he re-sabotages them there's a big fight at a warehouse, and which leads to everybody being shot. Grandpa's shot and killed. Mr. V's shot and killed. The head of the one gang is shot and killed. The head of the police is shot and killed. Everybody's dead, except for Hong and the granddaughter. And then there's, like, one random drug lord who's, like, dying. Well, yeah, a lot of them are, like, <laughs> worming around on the ground. It's kind of weird. And that's where the movie ends. Oh, yeah. Ain't that the truth? That's where it ends. Yep. Everybody dead. Everybody dead except for Hong and uh, the granddaughter. Lots of fights. It was very much just a... It was a movie centered around the idea of, like, you want to see a bunch of fights happening? We got it for you. We have all the fights. Maybe they'll have some fights in the clearance aisle. Ooh, let's check it out. Yeah. Ow, I'm in a lot of pain. There were lots of fights in the bargain or the clearance aisle. Yay, we found what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And now I've got a bunch of bruises. Well. Is it frugal, though? Is it frugal? Dragonize. Dragonize your lies and decide. Is it frugal? Uh, first point for frugality. Uh, he hung by initiating all these gangs to fight without guns or weapons and using their body i mean that's the cheapest weapon that anyone can have when you think about it it's true it's just your body um i just want to throw out a general not frugal for the destruction of property be Mm. it the apartment that was destroyed people thrown through glass i think Mm. blanket statement not frugal I want to kind of piggyback on that, Mm -hmm. just to add a little cherry on top of the destruction of property. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's this whole initiative where the granddaughter talks to Hong, and she's like, I don't know why you try, because he's like sweeping and picking up trash. And he's basically just like, change doesn't happen unless you work for it. Mm -hmm. 
And so everyone in the apartment starts actively working to clean it up and right. paint and flower and all this nice stuff. Paint over the graffiti. Right. And, and then some rival gangs come into town and destroy it all. And Oh, we didn't talk about the Russians at all. Yeah. They no. were a third gang that were involved. They were the worst, were the Russians. Very... And they had really, really cauliflowered ears. Yes, they were very clearly wrestlers. And they were clearly also not Russian. Uh, <laughs> lots of lots of fights. That can't so be So many fights. That also can't be frugal towards the amount of like you know, intru- like health problems. Yeah, so like uh Claude Van Damme fights with Hong is training and that's frugal. But then virtually every other fight that happens, not frugal. Actually, I'm going to rescind that a little bit. Hong's fights where he wins respect, mm-hmm. very frugal. It's true. Like, if you can fight it out and then get a whole gang on your side and live in peace with them, mm-hmm. that seems like a valuable use of your time and energy. I'll also say frugal. I'm very certain that one, at least one, if not multiple, of the houses that were used for random scenes... They were super like the director or producer's house because they like did not fit the area at all. Mm. They looked like oh. suburban random house. Like there was like a random yeah. car that would drive by in the background and like it didn't feel right. It just, there was one in particular I'm thinking about that looked like classic Oklahoma McMansion. Mm. And mm-hmm. I just was like, this is in South, like South OKC, more suburban area. So for that, I'll say frugal. I think frugal. I think that that, that use of, of, of you use what you got and make mm. the most out of it. On that note, there's a point where Hong is kind of initiating a fight between the two big gangs in town. And he does this by like stealing their money, basically. Mm-hmm. So they go to confront each other and we see both gangs pile into and out of a single sedan. Totally. There's like... Eight. Oh, hello. Yes, there was eight of them in the sedan. So that's pretty frugal, all traveling together. Yeah, like clown carring into some little hybrid or whatever. Anime, is it frugal? Anime, ooh. Yes, frugal. I think there's a lot of bias going into my answer, but yes. All right, so we got the clown car as a frugal thing. I would like to introduce a new segment onto this show, um... And just to see how it works. It may not work. I don't know. But I just think it might be a good way to help discern frugality. And I don't have a name for it. But how about thrifty trivia? There we go. We'll do thrifty thrifty trivia. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Okay. Um, So this is a segment where I'm going to pull up the trivia that IMDB has for the movie. And we're going to see if there's anything there that can help. There's some like factoids about the film. Um, I know not all movies will have this, so it'll be kind of hard to say all the time, but just for those that do, and if there's anything, um, this movie has two bits of trivia, and the first one is it's part of Action Fest brand from After Dark and Joel Silver, that also includes uh, Transit, Stash House, Philly Kid, and El Gringo, so it seems like this is like a package movie, probably starring a lot of the same people. I think that that's a frugal, I would say that's frugal, right? Yeah. Probably like a production deal went into that. Yeah, I'd have to agree, because then if you're into any one of those movies, like, now you're going to check out this other movie, and then... I want to see Philly Kid. That sounds fun. And maybe it's about a, 
uh, a young young person in Philly, and, and then they have a Philly cheesesteak, and and then they they meet somebody named Phil, and then they ride on a young horse. Yeah, and then they have a glass that's empty, and they deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other bit of trivia is that Jean Claude Van Damme accidentally chipped an extra's teeth with a kick during a fight scene. Not frugal. Mm, yeah, not frugal. Lots of dentist work that's going to have to be done, especially if that's an actor. Can't really go around with your chipped tooth all the time. Yeah, oh, I said this movie came out in 2003. It came out in 2012. My bad. Man. I was way off. Felt more like 2003. Yeah. Also the way people were dressed. Yeah. But anyway, that was Thrifty Trivia on this Thrifty movie. Thrifty Trivia. Um, I don't know. Where do we stand with this, Donna? I think it's, uh, I'm feeling not oh, frugal. There, there are a lot of frugal points, but I think especially the destruction of property kind of trumps the not frugal and all the unnecessary fighting. Mr. V kind of puts Hong in charge of everything for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. And Hong completely fucks this drug business. Yeah. He's like, we're going to start charging, um, 50% more and you can't sell the kids and all these other things that, like, really wreck their profits. Can you explain that to me? Because, like, I didn't understand. Oh, that's what it was. So the reason he did that was that the people in the area felt safer. Uh-huh. And they attributed that to Mr. V. And so Mr. V was being held as kind of like a hero. And Mr. V was like, I like this. But the cops were upset. Yeah. It's hard to make extortion money if there's nothing to extort. Yeah. So, not frugal. Not frugal. All right. What's the lesson? Mm, understand your market and abide by it. That's where I'm starting. That's not where we're ending. (laughs) Well, I feel like that does just take up like one spot of what this movie did that wasn't frugal. Right, but even with the fighting, like you got to understand, like what what are you trying to do? Maybe, hey, hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Hey, keep your hands to yourself. Frugal. That's just an overall good life lesson as well as a frugal life lesson. Those sticky fingers don't belong in the store. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Well, I don't know. I think you would say that that is frugal, though. (laughs) We won't go down that road just yet. Okay. So we'll just say uh, (laughs) keep your hands to yourself. Hey, keep your hands to yourself. Hey, I see you there. Hey, do you want to thank some people? Uh, Yeah, I do. I want to thank you for listening. We appreciate you tuning in to the Bargain Den every Wednesday morning. 5 a.m. local time. And I want to say thank you to the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. Uh, I also want to say thanks to Sarah Anastasia, uh, who created our super cute cover art. And you, you can find links to both of their works in our description of every episode. Uh, I also want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. They distribute it to... All sorts of platforms. So if you're listening on one and you're like, you know what? I really wish that I could listen to them on Pocket Casts instead. Guess what? You can. Um, or Google or Apple Podcasts or so many others. Mm-hmm. You can also support us by becoming a listener on Anchor. Um, it's just where you contribute a monthly contribution of as little as 99 cents. I think it might have to be a dollar. Or whatever it is. <laughs> um, you can also support us by becoming the Bargainer. Uh, we've had several Bargainers throughout 
our time here. We've had people like Quentin, classic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clancy, classic, mm-hmm. Nikki, classic, mm-hmm. your mom. My mom. <laughs> My mom. Your mom. Um, and currently, uh, the one-tenth of one percent. Bargain air. Now, uh, congratulations, one-tenth of one percent. I'd like to talk about some strategies. You can dethrone the one-tenth to one percent. It's pretty easy. Say you don't feel like reviewing yourself or, you know, reviewing us yourself, maybe, for whatever reason. You can get a friend to do it. Ooh, let's say you already have given us a review. <laughs> let's say you are a past bargain air. You yeah. can indeed get a friend to do it. And then you could, like, maybe have them mention your name in the review if you want to start getting mentioned again. Like, you can, True. there's ways to get back up into the stream of things. We'll still mention you. See, like, Quentin was our, one of our first, he was our first bargain air. He's the, mm-hmm. he's the classic bargain air. Um... So, yeah, that's just saying. You know, there's ways to get back up into the the, the throes of the, the, the royalty that is to be a, the bargainer. You know, one could say that Quentin is the OB. The original bargainer? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you like that one? Well, it also sounds like a doctor. Oh, but that's fair. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that's all our thanks, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, what are you going to write? Oh, I don't know. Um, let's see. Do you want to do our sign-off as... Um, yeah, I know what I'll write now. Okay. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, it's been a really good time. Um, and my name is Brandon. My name's Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. All right, what I, what I write on my, my post-it note, Donna? It says, I don't know, dot, dot, dot. No, come on, you can figure it out. Uh, what I don't know. Why don't come on? Dot, you can read. Dot dot. Get it? It's funny. Ha <laughs> 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 Um, we said our outros, right? Mm-hmm. I blacked out for a minute. Dang it! I got really close on that one. Bye. Dirty deeds and the dunder cheek.